Hello, hello. This Hi. Episode one. What, what? Here we go. Ooh, welcome. Finally. Welcome to our podcast. This is the Fry Concept. Mm-hmm. Um, my name is Marissa. Just mm-hmm. short about me. Um, I'm a hairstylist, a volleyball player, and now a podcast host. Woo! Woo! And I'm here with my bad bitch <laughs> and co-host. Diana. And so I am a PhD student, uh, soon to be graduating, also a volleyball player, part of how we met, and now also a podcast host, and many more things to come. Hell yeah! So, welcome, welcome. We're super glad that we're finally doing this. Um, It's been a long time in the making, honestly. A whole journey to get here. Yes, which I'm sure that we'll go over in future episodes, especially for those of you who are curious about podcasting, because I think that's pretty important and useful information. But anyways, we want to talk about what this podcast is. Why the fuck are we here? Mm-hmm. Um, we decided to start this podcast um, to kind of create like a like-minded community. Um, I know for me, spirituality is something that I wasn't involved in into until a couple years ago is something that really turned me off all that woo-woo language was really weird um, but the more I learned about how to become a more self-aware person I realized how all of these things tie into like very logical and everyday language um, I think people are just it turns them off and they don't see the correlation and I after finding that I feel like building a community is really the whole inspiration to starting this podcast yeah I agree Um, I have found a few people on my journey that are interested in the language and interested in some of the practices, but I'd say it's kind of the magic woo stuff that I've found in other people. So those who are interested in, let's say, tarot or crystals, chakras, yoga, meditation. However, I haven't really found someone who's been dedicated to actually their personal growth journey and using spirituality for those reasons. We've talked a lot about it, and Mm -hmm. I mean, like, with other people I've talked a lot about it but seeing someone actually use it is a little different and I think that tends to be the hard part with a lot of people is putting it into practice yeah absolutely I think there's a lot of concepts I think we went to this women's if gathering Mm -hmm. one time through the church church. and it was wonderful it was one of the things that they really mentioned in it that I felt like was huge was um your spiritual maturity is not tied to your spiritual knowledge but your spiritual response and I feel like that's Mm -hmm. super important and you can take out the spiritual word of that and apply that to anything like you can learn a self-growth practice and it doesn't matter if you understand the concept it depends like really how that's showing up in your life how you're actually responding to things and I think self-growth and productivity has been a huge part of I feel like I was on productivity journey Mm -hmm. and then I saw how the misconceptions of life and ego and your personality and all of these things that are very personal to you and trauma and how that ties into spiritual concepts and more of that woo-woo language and it just kind of made me into a believer and I saw this was not just some wild magical concept and how these are very real practical things it's just the language that people have an issue connecting with and I feel like once you truly feel that you understand it a lot more yeah and what I want what we want this podcast to really be including is 
So for us, neither of us have been to start before this really into religion or we've had the opportunities to be, but it wasn't something that resonated with us. And I think it was through this journey that it's actually become much more accepted in our hearts and something that we're able to implement and integrate into our practical lives because we have found like you said, language that resonates with us. And so what really we want to do is kind of connect and join these what seem like separate parts of maybe different people. So those who who are religious, those who maybe are atheistic, but really into self-growth, like my brother, for example. Connecting. And then those who are in that woo-woo, love that woo-woo Connecting science, psychology, Mm -hmm. religion, spirituality, all of those things, and realizing the correlation between them is huge motivation. And then I know finding spiritual people after having, you know, quote-unquote, a spiritual awakening is been a big challenge having people that kind of relate to you at this point you it was very alone feeling Mm -hmm. for a long time i was like i feel like i've woken up to so much more and everybody else is still has these limiting beliefs that are very natural and i feel like our society programs to believe and then once you realize that you don't have to think that way anymore it's a very alone feeling when everybody else is doing living their life one way and you realize you don't want to live your life that way anymore and so finding people like that um has been a challenge i've really searched out a little bit but it's a lot of online stuff like not one-on-one person the way like you and i can interact and stuff like that and that's so refreshing and i feel like being able to build a community where we can all connect Um, And finding other like-minded people and having those conversations is a huge priority and the reason that we wanted to start this. Yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm. Um, So you mentioned spiritual awakening. Do we want to talk a little bit about what that is for those who are not familiar with the term? Because really part of what this podcast is, is Mm -hmm. introducing language and how different kinds of language can resonate with you to really embody the same concepts. I think I want to clarify what... So this is like a spiritual podcast, Mm -hmm. I think, in short, but it's actually so much more um, because we don't have spiritual backgrounds necessarily. Mm -hmm. And seeing that it's really just about building self-awareness, and I feel like spirituality just happens to be a part of that, and so do all these other things that we don't really mention. It's just so much easier to sum up that this is a spiritual podcast, and I feel Mm -hmm. like people don't understand the terms spirituality and spiritual awakening and i guess if i were to define spirituality i would say it is connecting with the non-physical and i feel like even that sounds woo woo (laughs) and it's like i feel like even non-physical can actually just be your emotions like that's not a physical tangible thing that you can have and so understanding your emotions better understanding the root of those emotions and it's like that can you could also just call it a psychology podcast if you want just (laughs) building self-awareness and becoming not even becoming i feel like that is um not accurate you are being your best self Mm -hmm. your happiest because even best that has a a (laughs) connotation that there is a good and a bad and it's just being your happiest version of yourself the most self-aware version of yourself you're not ruled by your emotions but being connected to who you truly are and who you want to be we call it being in alignment yeah absolutely and so spiritual awakening i feel like is literally just um waking up to those things and realizing that you don't have to think this certain way based off this programming, based off these patterns of thinking that you've developed from society and just things you've learned as a young child and realizing that you have full control over your life and your emotions and your thoughts and how much of an impact those things have 
on your life and those non-physical, non-tangible things and using them in a physical way. Yeah. It's really very empowering because like you say, it's about realizing that you have control over things that maybe in the past you have said, well, this is just the way I am. Mm -hmm. I can't change. I'm not going to change because it's all you've really known. Yeah. And I've heard people talk like this and it's interesting because now that I've gotten to this place of just being aware that it's possible and wanting that to be part of my daily practice, yeah. it's actually really frustrating and really annoying. Yeah, it makes it so I get impatient with myself and then I get impatient yeah. with other people. It's like when you realize how much control is, but I guess that's where we really dive into mm-hmm. this podcast is not just the concepts of it, but also the physical practices that yeah. have helped us get into alignment, get into that place where we realize we have control and are in that place. So it's like, where do we want to go from here instead of based off past programming? And with that, I would like to also say that getting annoyed by these things is part of the spiritual ego that also trying Absolutely, to unlearn yeah. it's not feel like you should know better yeah, yeah or I that, get that a you lot. know oh well i can't be friends with somebody or or maybe that's true but it's not because of this spiritual ego or judgment mm-hmm. you know we're all in different parts of our journey and this is just something that we are choosing to align ourselves with we want our environment to reflect our inner reality yes and, absolutely. and vice versa i feel like we're definitely using a lot of words that are like spiritual ego that stuff that we want to get into in later on future episodes absolutely we will. Mm-hmm. yeah there's so much that we definitely are going to dive into right. just defining spirituality more defining more of a spiritual awakening spiritual ego even ego like in general talked about that's a lot be a whole ass episode yes there's so many misconceptions with these things and so many misconceptions in religion and i saw this post the other day on twitter talking about how you really have to like they grew up religious and you have to get out of these teachings essentially Mm -hmm. that are so much so ego based before you can actually create your own real relationship with god or whatever you want to believe in and it's i feel like that is very accurate too there's a lot of misconceptions and you have to almost unlearn those before you can create a true real definition with it and and i feel like the more we've dived into it the more you realize how much this relates to literally everything in your entire life there's so many connections being made and i feel like it's honestly been life-changing eye-opening and that's where the spiritual awakening comes in you like wake up to all of these things in the bible they say that this is old Jesus says, dying to yourself is really referring to dying to your ego, is unraveling these misconceptions or these learned ideas of what you think is you Mm -hmm. and what you think you should be doing and then choosing your path, really. Sure. I'm also really excited to, a big motivation and goal is to... Um, there's so many people in my life that I know you start to have even just a little bit of this conversation with them and they don't understand. They're not in that place to understand. They're what have led them into life and to where they're at now is not anything like this. So it's like, they're not even open to that. Um, and that's totally fine, but we want to find the people that are ready for these type yeah. of conversations and definitely connect with my family. I feel like since having a spiritual waking, awakening, it's almost hard not to dive into these things because they feel like such a big part of me. Mm-hmm. But even in my relationship and 
stuff when I talk to my family, it's like I don't fully go in depth into this stuff. I don't feel like they have a true sense of me and what I believe in holding back for sure. And so being able to share that and literally let it out and fully embrace this. um, It's a part when you're the only person around who thinks this way. It's just so easy to keep it all in and quiet. And I don't want to do that anymore. Like that's exhausting. And I know in the process for this podcast of wanting to live like that for a certain way but this is definitely going to force you it's almost like a little scary too it's going to force mm-hmm. you here's all my ideas and my true self i'm putting it out yeah. there and it's going to be it's going to be interesting yeah something that's beautiful about our relationship is i think it's given us that and i can tell for sure that mm-hmm. because we are able to talk so openly about it and have a lot of very clear open conversations about it that i've become more comfortable speaking to other people especially those who are yeah. really important to me like friends family yeah. that are super close to me and yeah. it's i have validating yeah. it gives you confidence i found that even though they may not be quite open to it or it seems like they may not be that open to it in the beginning that just because you're using this language anyways in your journey and your growth they get used to it and yep. th- mm-hmm. i've literally heard people who would i would never predict start using some of the same language yeah. and start maybe not putting things into practice but i'd say getting used to it and and getting used to hearing you talk about it and yeah. engaging with you when yeah. you do talk about it. I think our, that's a our, large part of it. Have. Yeah, yeah, that's a large part of it is people, it's not even that they are not open to it. It's just nobody's given them that language. Nobody has mm-hmm. used these words in this context before. Yeah. And I feel like providing that for people to get a better understanding of themselves and these misconceptions is huge. Yeah, so for our audience, that's what we really want to do is provide to you language to and practices to then be able to use in your own life and to realize that you are absolutely empowered to create the life that you want to have that maybe you only dream of that maybe you have completely denied yourself yeah for some people absolutely there's a lot that people don't even allow themselves to think this way they don't and i've seen that so many limiting beliefs it's so sad to me yes it is and i feel like when you're open to that stuff it's like possibilities are literally endless and that's just so much a happier way to live life and so giving that to people i think is going to be really huge honestly i think it's going to inspire us hopefully inspires other people i'm excited yeah i'm so excited just talking about it makes me excited um do you have anything to add as far as defining spirituality or spiritual awakening for you um i think that we covered it pretty well and i think that what i just want to hit on the most is that Really, it's self-awareness, I think. Yeah. And so spirituality could be almost like a tool for self-awareness or vice versa. A lot of what spirituality is today for our collective, um, I think just the phase that we're at is focused on self-awareness, developing it and Mm -hmm. harnessing it to then benefit you to, you know, um, maximize all the beauty in your life. Yeah. I think that further on as we develop as a collective this will also change Mm -hmm. and this self-awareness will start to become like a collective awareness for example but right now that's what it is yeah i definitely agree i feel like the way the shift that i've seen um almost especially after quarantine yeah but even before there is people are so much more focused on not you know, I feel like a couple generations ago, it was very much like, oh, this is what you do. This is how you live your life. Not very self-aware of emotions, you know, not you get a job, you work 40 hours, this is what you do, this is how you live your life, you have gender roles and stuff. And I feel like generations now are kind of breaking those. It's the idea of like, why do we have to do things this way? Like these are 
outdated, essentially. Mm-hmm. And I think the same thing with mental healthness. Mental health. <laughs> what the hell am I saying? Mental. <laughs> Your mental health and I mental wellness and mental health. Yeah, whatever. First slip of, yeah. the, of the podcast. That's totally fine. It's gonna happen. We want that. <laughs> Your mental health is such more of a priority, and actually making sure that you feel fulfilled and happy mm-hmm. in your life versus just fulfilling a role or an image. And I think that is collectively like more of where society is going. I feel like it started with millennials, and yeah. Gen Z is taking it by the horns and running with it. Um, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I think it's really good. And after quarantine, I see a lot of that. People are super obsessed with uh, honoring their time. Yes, actually Mm -hmm. having, you know, their their time is more valuable, their energy is more valuable, and really focusing on mental health and not wanting to work as much. A good work and life life balance. balance. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And actually having that be an important thing. And Mm -hmm. I've seen that with businesses and companies incorporating this because they see that a lot of the workforce has changed their mentality. Yeah, it really has. I think we are slowly moving in this direction anyway, and that's really Mm -hmm. exciting to see. So I feel like this is really going to go into all of that yeah. even more in depth and so all a these good time for it that you mentioned like programs or older generations having set ways those ways have served in the past yes you know absolutely. and that's kind of how when we start going into ego is the same idea it served a purpose yeah but now that that purpose has been served mm-hmm. it's unneeded anymore yeah. and it's time to make shifts and changes yeah. and progress forward and this is part of that progression. Yeah, I feel like a, that's a really good example and a really good way to tie it in. Because if you were to take literally just looking at it at work, it's kind of deciding whether you want to be working that much instead of like, I have to be working. This is what society wants me to do. This is what I should be doing. And it's like, there are no shoulds. It's mm-hmm. you actually monitor if you know that anything is possible, that you can have anything that you want and that things are working out for you. Now you are in a place where you can decide. I don't need to do this. I don't have to do it if I don't want to and now you're in a healthier mindset to decide if you do want to work 40 hours a week if you love your job that much if this is the schedule that you want you know you need that structure Mm -hmm. like now you're in this place of this is what you want not what you feel like you need versus doing something different and I feel like that definitely applies to a lot of different things yeah and so for this podcast those are going to be the topics that we basically on and a lot of it is going to be very personal relatable and talking about where we are right now in our journeys sometimes because it's taken us almost a year to really get off the ground with this podcast because life gets gets you places and it gets you down gets you up all mm-hmm. these things and those are all part of the journey yeah. we want to be open about this for sure it's definitely difficult to sit here and talk about like oh self-awareness when you know you have not been as self-aware as you are capable of being which is definitely spiritual ego gets in you get like down on yourself about things mm-hmm. and it's like making sure that you're in a good energy to talk about good energy yeah. and i think that's definitely been a reason why it's taken so long for yeah. us to get here but you know it doesn't even matter we're <laughs> no, here baby it's Let's all divine go. timing Yes, love that. Um, So I guess we should go into what actually even is the fry concept. Yes, we got a goofy name. Yeah, here for it. (laughs) (laughs) So um, the fry concept started with Diana. She went to church. Went through a okay. Sorry, (laughs) I had to include it. Slurping into the mic. (laughs) Slurp into the mic. Okay, so it started with um, you going to church. And one of the um, lessons that they were talking about was eating good and eating what God wants you to eat good. You want to eat healthy. Being disciplined. Being disciplined, yeah, and sticking to that. And 
I, it rubbed me kind of the wrong way because something that you and I have talked about is like polarity and non-duality and stuff like that and kind of defining what is good, what is bad, what is right and what is wrong. Mm -hmm. And there's so many things that if you like morally you talk about what, what is right for you, you're like, oh, that seems like the right thing to do. And then it's like, from my perspective, that doesn't seem like the right thing to do. And like, air quotes on right every single time because it's like that just changes from person to person and there are some things that are kind of universal like murder murder is wrong (laughs) but then even when you dive into that i guess that's kind of controversial to say (laughs) (laughs) basically when you have more understanding of maybe somebody's perspective you understand how things aren't so easily defined Mm -hmm. basically when you have full understanding and so when it came to, oh, eating healthy, it's like, who are you to tell me what's right and wrong? And like, what if it feels good to me? And it's like your energy and feeling good is that mental health aspect is just as important as your physical health. It literally is a part of your physical health. Like mm-hmm. your brain lets off hormones and stuff like that. Like this is all one topic that we're talking about. And so defining what's a good thing to eat and what's a bad thing to eat definitely rub me the wrong way mm-hmm. also just knowing my personality you're not going to tell me what to do <laughs> like and it was a lot of it was it was talking about eating an apple and they're like you know god wants you to eat the apple and it's to me that puts god Except in a if position it's from the tree that's forbidden you can't get that one <laughs> it's just like eat apples instead of choosing french fries yeah and i was like well you know, if you really want the fries, like what's wrong with that? And kind of diving into that a little bit, it was why is fries considered bad and an apple considered good? And then you can get into the science part of it and like what it does to your body, obviously. Mm -hmm. But it was sometimes like you don't feel bad about it because it's talking about you, now you feel, you ate these fries and you feel shitty about it. You don't feel good about yourself. And it was kind of diving into, well, why is that the case? Like, why now you are putting shame on yourself. Now yeah. you see God as this form, this higher power who also is judging, judging you yeah. and has like mm-hmm. that's that's why there's so much shame in religion. It's like because yeah. you define these things as good and bad. This is what God wants you to do. And it's like that's so easy to manipulate. Both people. been turned off by that. Actually. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like, OK, who the fuck are you? Like, <laughs> I, I mean, even... I think about it a little differently. But yeah. <laughs> I just, it's, it's difficult for me to get behind. And so diving into that, it was why, like, why would you have that shame in that moment, basically? And it's Mm -hmm. because you didn't, maybe you ate the fries as a temporary happiness. Yeah. And then we went on our ski trip and (laughs) I, it really uh, occurred to me the full like revelation of this and the fry concept birth was <laughs> yes. we recorded it too like it was we a whole did. moment yes it was on the drive back from west virginia we had a nice ski trip and we were talking about the podcast specifically trying to get it started right in this little wee baby days <laughs> and it was i was munching on some cheetos like smacking it like there's no tomorrow <laughs> and i didn't feel guilty about it and mm-hmm. i was thinking i was like well why don't i feel guilty about it like what in this moment why is there no shame present basically basically, because I am a person that wants to eat healthier and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I guess it was more of the quantity that I was eating. (laughs) Like, there was no part where I was like, oh, I should stop now. It's like, no, who gives a fuck? (laughs) And I 
was trying to get into this mindset and I realized that it was because I was feeling super good. And it's like, no, I want these Cheetos. These are making me really good. I'm not eating the Cheetos to because, feel good. Yeah, to feel good. It's like, I already feel good and now I'm inspired to eat these Cheetos. It's like, they're just <laughs> adding to this experience. They're not, I'm not trying to cope with something. Yeah. And I think that's where like addiction comes in and it's like people like get... emotional eating and all that. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And you, basically, if you don't feel good and you're like, oh, well, you know, I had a long day. I'm super stressed. I deserve these Cheetos. I deserve these French fries instead yeah. of eating this apple. And it's like eating the apple doesn't feel good in that moment. So it's like, no, don't eat the fucking apple. But then it's like the Cheetos are now a temporary happiness. You think that you will feel better for eating these French They're fries. They're a substitute for real happiness. Yes, and exactly. that's the danger of it that I think that they mm-hmm. were trying to address, but they they just blanket yes. statement it. The, the language of want. right and wrong and label things that way. That's yeah. very easy to get confused. And that's mm-hmm. where we kind of go back into misconceptions. It's yep. like just because of the language that that you're using right and so the fry concept is basically if you want to eat the fucking french fries eat the french fries and just make sure that you're coming from a place of true happiness it's not a temporary coping mechanism it's you coming from a place of pure joy and you realize that this this isn't wrong because you feel good about it you're not avoiding the fries out of fear yes out of fear that they will be bad for you you'll gain weight or it's too much salt or grease or whatever it is Mm -hmm. um like potatoes aren't inherently bad for you and you can actually have really good french fries and Mm -hmm. it's totally fine yeah and just beside the point doing something out of fear or out of like avoiding shame or because of shame or whatever these are not the motivations that we want to be acting from yeah and that's what the fry concept is addressing is your motivation mm-hmm. and i like to say that it's really about being in alignment because that's what you're talking about yeah. is eating or whatever eating the fries when you're already feeling good you're feeling in alignment and these are part of this alignment they are in your path in your in your beautiful path of what feels good, what feels right. And then it's okay. It is serving you. It is feeding you. It yes. is filling your cup. I love that you said it's serving you. It is. And then also inherently bad is what you said. And I like that because there's so many things that are not inherently bad. It's like, it's our perception of it, our perspective right. that we are approaching those things from it, just like the fries. Like yeah. if you are approaching at it from this could make me feel like shit. It's like, yes, that's, you are coming out of place from fear. And mm-hmm. it is not, it's not inherently bad itself. It is the perspective that you're coming from, the understanding that you have. And right. that's like a huge concept not even just in our name, the fry concept. <laughs> and it is definitely just what our podcast is about in general is diving into things like yeah. that. So really our podcast, the fry concept, that concept itself is embodying this feeling and motivation for action of being in alignment, being in your happiness and making decisions and actions based on this feeling and trying to do so by first, like, let's say if you're not in this feeling, because we're not always there, yeah, you know, is finding practices, ways to get back to it. Yeah. And then being aware enough of when you are and when you aren't so that when you do take action or do something, you are coming from the place of the fry concept. Yes. That's definitely like building self-awareness is to get you to that point where you're able to make those decisions of an understanding. Is this actually serving me or is it not? Is this from what I think I should do, what I shouldn't do? Is this the quote unquote bad for me or good for me type of thing versus is this serving your happiest, most confident self? or is it coming from a place of fear and shame and you know something that just doesn't feel good inside Mm -hmm. agreed i think that as just a note 
I think that one of the concepts or one of the topics to that could be well applied to this and go into more detail, probably in a future episode as far as going into detail would be addictions and how to address them. And for this, I actually have some material from one of my sources that we will talk about later. So I just wanted to make a note that this can be used for dramatic change in your life, such as coping with addictions and fighting addictions. Yeah, for sure. Um, I feel like we summed that up beautifully. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. Um, so I guess how did we meet? Chicken yeah, yeah. Um, so how I'd the say fuck did we get here? <laughs> I'd say I'd love to start with this because for me it was in a very interesting part of my journey in which um, Marissa came into my life and I came into her life. And it's been described as me kind of just showing up out of nowhere. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's how uh-huh. And it, for me, started with me joining the volleyball community. Because as a 27-year-old, I have not played volleyball until I turned, like, 25. <laughs> um, wanted to, loved it, you know, but never really did it other than a few times recreationally. And yeah. it really wasn't much. Really yeah, I was in the much. midst of, it was after quarantine, so things Just were still not after. open up. And we have a pretty good volleyball community in our area. Yes. And so everybody was playing grass volleyball since the usual places that we play weren't open at the time Mm -hmm. And so we were all kind of meeting in somebody's backyard and just playing some backyard volleyball. And it turned into this huge event every, almost every single day, but definitely every Sunday. A cookout and everything. Everyone gathered. It was nice. Yeah. And that was where I first met you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so um, in the place that I was in my journey, I had... And I'll talk about this in more detail, but I had gone through a low of kind of giving up briefly on spirituality, went then through a breakup and a catalytic period of my life where I started really embracing my power and I'd Mm -hmm. say my femininity because that's been part of my journey. Yeah. And within this uh, journey, I got so excited and motivated and inspired to do something purely for myself, just that brings me joy and really embodies, I guess, this the Fry concept. And it was joining volleyball. Yeah. I had been inspired by, I'm going to say, an anime. <laughs> because it was just so awesome. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> so shout out. But um, that's honestly part of what started it. I went and joined the Facebook page for our local area and immediately connect- connected with this community. Yeah. And because I was already on this, like, high-flying, here for myself, and, like, I was running every day, I was, like, really enjoying nature, just, like, really in the moment. Yeah. So I came in into Marissa's life in this moment where I was just embracing and embodying all of the goodness that life has to offer, big and small. And I think you could talk more about how I think in our first meeting there was something about astrology and you were like, wait, what? She knows this? Like, what? Yeah, it was actually... (laughs) typology, too. Yeah, it was Enneagram. That's what it is. Because I feel like I am... I'm so obsessed with Enneagram. I think about (laughs) it. It takes up a lot of my brain space, honestly. (laughs) And much more than, I think I was, like, really in the midst. I've kind of chilled out a little bit more lately because of other aspects of my life have kind of come into play mm-hmm. where I've been a little bit busier. But you've also learned a lot of it since then. Yes, I am um, still obsessed, though, and mm-hmm. just have a lot of passion for it. And so when I heard you mention it and you actually knew, like, about the types and things like that, it was because some people would be like, oh, yeah, I know Enneagram. I'm a seven-wing two. And I'm like, that's that not exist. possible. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> you don't know enough about uh-huh. it. And so it's like, cool, I'm glad that we're able to like mention it, mm-hmm. but you don't have that full understanding. And then you knew about that plus more, plus about astrology, plus about um, human design. And, and like chakras that. and all yeah, that. Yeah, and like getting into that with somebody who knew it just a little bit more in depth was a huge shock. So I definitely like immediately started paying attention like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And we talked about that. And then you seem to enjoy talking about it. Where I know some people yeah. like they will start talking about it and then you can see like two minutes in they no longer understand Eyes yeah glaze glaze over. Over. yeah this like cool <laughs> or they just want to know what pertains to them and their types yeah. and stuff like that and it's like I can totally understand that that relates for sure um but it's just so much more in depth and I like going more in depth about it mm-hmm. it's like you can really really get an idea of a person just knowing off their type and then interacting with them you can see how these things come into play even more and so you have that knowledge that was super interesting yeah, it's like having a passionate study group where you're actually really yes. excited to talk about it and dive deeper. And so both of you learn more through each yes, other. Yes, absolutely. And so that was nice. And then we also did... What happened? Okay, I kind so of we wanted t- to talk about how playing- you got a concussion. <laughs> and so I brought That's over true. a chakra book. <laughs> after that, I believe. Yes, because we had that. Yeah. And then... I think you. I we had also gone to because obviously we had mutual friends through volleyball. Like you had come out of the woodwork, started <laughs> making friends with literally anybody and everybody, and then you know we had mutual friends, and that was a really fun summer. A lot of places were yeah. closed, so everybody was doing their own little house parties and get-togethers yes. and stuff like that. So we were like pretty much constantly doing something social, and then we were at another friend's house, and you were mentioning something. I cannot remember what it is now, but then I was thinking, I was like, have you heard of Abraham Hicks? And that's when you brought up Aaron Apke and how sometimes he'll talk about Abraham and some of their teachings. And I was like, oh, this is really cool. And still it's just like a brief conversation, but to have that when it felt like I had nobody in my life at the time was huge. I was like, okay, awesome. And then I got a concussion. From volleyball, uh-huh. and you definitely were checking up on me the most. You drove me home afterwards, and then, yeah, you came over, and we hung out, because I really wasn't going anywhere and doing anything, and we mm-hmm. got more in-depth into that stuff. That's what you talk about, chakras and yeah. meditation and stuff. And from there, we had various trips to, like, the dam, for well, example. I feel like we're also skipping over one of these house parties before I got the... Was it before I got the concussion? Was it at mine? Yes, or, yes. Yeah. It was like your Do place. You, you hosted your own thing. <laughs> and I got way too drunk. And I did not know you well enough to be getting this drunk at your house. And then I and fucking... Staying. Yeah, I passed out <laughs> in your bathroom. I was so mad at myself today. Like, I cannot believe I put myself in this position. I'm freaking yeah, throwing she was up gone in your bathroom. She, she was gone yeah I freaking <laughs> literally was sleeping in your ba- on your bathroom floor and then eventually at some point moved myself to the couch yeah and then I think I brought you dead. a blanket yeah <laughs> make sure dead. the trash can was near you I remember I was like so sick in the bathroom then you were trying to come in and I was like no <laughs> no do Lucky, not come in here I have two doors to that bathroom so <laughs> yeah <laughs> two of the, we were playing a game and I was like oh it's house rules and like you make the rules basically and then I was the one saying that, and then when come to the bathroom and I wouldn't let you in, you're like, hey, Marissa, house rules. And I was like, oh, fine, okay, <laughs> come in, I guess. See me in this vulnerable state. <laughs> <laughs> Which for her is a big deal, by the yeah, way. Let's, was, not, let's not skip over that. Yeah, that's, that's why deal. I was so mad at myself. I was like, I cannot believe, I don't know you well enough to be doing this. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it all worked out in the end. Honestly, so. I think it was really meant to be part of it, to yeah. see that you your energy story. is comfortable. Yes. <laughs> And so we've since then had many trips to the dam, for example, where we ended up talking more about these different concepts, about spiritual concepts, about 
uh, church. Marissa has gone with me to church, and we've like jammed out to Christian music, gospel music, which something I never, never, ever thought I would do. Never, ever. Yeah. But we found some that resonates. Marissa has shared with me some music that is like, remind me the name of them, like the Divine Choir, whatever that uh, sings beautiful chorus. Yes. yes. See, it was pretty much Obsessed. the same idea. Yeah. Divine Choir, beautiful chorus, and they sing affirmations. Um, when we went on our most recent volleyball trip to Florida, mm-hmm. which was amazing, we had um, I am affirmations every day, and one of our friends stayed with us one night. <laughs> he was talking, about making fun of, making fun of it. Because I am, I am omnipotent. <laughs> that was uh-huh. fun. So. We've had many trips since then, and honestly, it's throughout this us having these journeys and conversations that we're like, let's share this with people. Yeah, and a lot and of when our we conversations. go on different trips and journeys, it's not just a physical journey; it's a spiritual journey all at the same time. Yeah, for sure. I think it's been a lot of fun, and I'm excited to share that with people. Yeah, it's going to be connect good. with our audience members, and we want you to connect with us. We're going to give you many means of doing so, starting with Instagram, mm-hmm. um, and there will be other ways of connecting with us. From there, we're gonna make some TikToks. Yeah, we're gonna get silly with it. Yes, yes, we are. Because this is about having fun, a good time, trying different things, and really loving yourself and your life, mm-hmm. and really being passionate about that. Yeah. When I talk to people about like what this podcast is, it's like we talk about some more serious, like in-depth stuff, but we are not fucking serious at <laughs> all. Like, I definitely don't want to take us too seriously at any point yeah the concepts are serious and the practices are as far as using them as tools but we like we recognize we're not enlightened beings (laughs) (laughs) we are not omnipotent yeah we're not omnipotent (laughs) not yet (laughs) but we are a piece of the creator (laughs) that is too funny um but we are as just regular people trying to put this into our lives and practice it. And yeah, we, we want to talk that. about how it pays off because, like, I have recently had moments, which I actually haven't even told you about because it's been, like, this last week, Ooh. of um, some practices and some how I've seen that karma be paying me back. And it's been, like, either little synchronicities here and there. Mm-hmm. And I love seeing a synchronicity and yes. things line up perfectly. It's, like, so, so satisfying. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so that's something we're going to be sharing with y'all. And we want you to share with us your own personal synchronicities, questions that you have, if you have other ways of defining things, because we want to learn other language. Yeah, absolutely. We are not experts in literally fucking anything. Yeah. And I think this is an opportunity for us to learn so much as Together. well. Together, like, yeah. We're going to be able to do research and share it and like share your own club. personal experiences yeah and then also learn from other people who are just you know no more knowledgeable about yeah. certain things they have different language different sources and yeah. we want to share that together yeah. as a community their own personal experiences and we've absolutely seen, we've seen this with let's say my brother your sister yeah both of them have only resonated when they found their own language yeah. for the mm-hmm. same concepts. But yeah. once they did and they have, and then we've talked to them about it, yeah. we have found like common ground and ways to then synchronize our language yeah, together. Yeah, and better on our understanding and find more language that can reach more people. I think that's going to be a really big deal. And I think this is language that has worked for us and that's why we want to share it. And it resonates with us. It makes us feel like on that higher, high Mm -hmm. flying disc. And I know for me, I do being doing a self growth journey and productivity journey and like 
actively searching for ways to be the most efficient version of myself. I don't even <laughs> want to say the best version of myself. Uh, definitely we'll get into that later on, but the most efficient version. And that and, is fine that you honor your vision of it. Mm-hmm. And it was a, uh, there's a lot of language that came with that as well. And then also Enneagram yeah. and doing typology and stuff like that. And more of the psychology side and having all that language is really nice, but there's there's so much more out there that yeah. we don't know for sure. And actually, that's what's interesting is I think a lot of our language overlaps with psychology, especially yeah. Jungian or Jungian, don't know, <laughs> psychology. <laughs> um, and a lot of today's spirituality is actually based on it, I think. Mm-hmm. And I think that that definition of the ego, I think it has been expanded on in the spiritual world and yeah. the specific teachers that we talk about yeah. have these definitions that, you know, counter those misconceptions. Yeah. But a lot of that language is overlapping or has built some of the framework for today's spirituality. Yeah. I think that's also a big thing is like spirituality is such a blanket term that there's right. so many things that we can get in that we can't possibly know right. everything about. And there's so many different people have so many different experiences. Right. And after having my own experience and being so turned off by these things, it's, I'm so much more open to it yeah. now. It's like, what, I have woken up to this, so it's like, what else don't I know about? Right. What else is out there that could resonate with me or make so much sense, but I'm just turned off by the language of it. It doesn't appear like it would make sense, but yeah. if you dive in deeper to it the way that I have with these other things, the way that we both have, then you can see it's just a more eye-opening, and I'm very excited about that for people to share with us as well and learn yeah. from our audience and really just connect in those ways. So without going into maybe too much detail, would you say that you've changed as a person since awakening because we talk about awakening as like waking up to who you really are absolutely and i think when we get into spiritual ego that will definitely help it define because i can feel in the ways that i have shifted um i don't being extroverted i really would felt like a chameleon because kind of like connect with anybody and everybody even just over the smallest little thing and now I'm so much more reserved I feel like I don't care to connect with everybody I don't need to explain myself I don't need to like I monitor my energy so much more instead of just constantly giving it out yeah um and so that way and then I understand a lot more with my emotions come out so instead of just reacting to things I'm much more conscious about it and I feel like I used to be have like an anxious attachment style which is definitely something we'll get into more about attachment styles and stuff yeah um and i'm now much more avoidant and it's because i want to monitor the place that i'm coming from emotionally so that i can monitor my reaction and so that i have a more like i know my spiritual knowledge is there but i want to make sure that my spiritual response is matching that knowledge and constantly monitoring that i just put a lot more thought a lot more introspective than i ever have been before and that's what i love about what you just said too between the knowledge leading to a response Mm -hmm. or you are practicing having that response because part of my change in my journey has been realizing this distinction between reaction and response Mm. and it's kind of what you're talking about but reaction is really talking is is talking about let's say your initial like if someone says something that angers you that's what you let out that's what you release yeah you're reacting you're reacting to it versus taking a moment to pause and you could like allow those feelings to manifest just to feel them Mm -hmm. but you also know that that 
you can choose that that is not necessarily the emotion you want to portray yeah. or even to embody because yeah. it's not something that feels good or in mm-hmm. alignment and it's not the person you want to be. And so you get that moment of choosing your response. Yeah. And sometimes there are moments where it is still difficult to, let's say, give someone your best I'd say, like, absolute forgiveness and love because they've literally done something pretty rude to you, let's say. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't mean that you need to be rude back, for example. And instead, you can conserve your energy and your light. And instead of, you know, I guess, kind of being drained back and forth in these reactive states, Mm -hmm. you are being conscious and aware in your responses. And that's what you're talking about Absolutely. You're acting who you truly are and want to be versus just reacting based off old patterns of thinking. And this is a practice, too. And so, to maybe finally... It is so easy to basically shift backwards, honestly. And if you're not focused... Like, being truly self-aware is a lot of work and it yeah. takes a lot of focus and a lot of practice and just being mindful to the way that you do yes, things. Mindful. So the spiritual awakening is like the first part of it. You're awake to it now and you almost can't go backwards mm-hmm. fully because you'll always know this, but it's like if you're not actually implementing in this life and getting in touch with those feelings and understanding it f- internally, then it's so much difficult to actually portray that out and then you're kind of just beating up on yourself because you understand the concepts but your response isn't what you truly want it to be yeah agreed and then as like a final statement you don't have to be into the actual spiritual aspect of it to gain tools from this because um in my own personal research i have found let's say there's books audiobooks that i've listened to um that talk about mindfulness and manifesting mm-hmm. and using vision boards and so on for like one was written in 1940s whoa you know it they were not talking about spirituality when they were talking about this it's think and grow rich i don't know who the author is um mm-hmm. but it's super popular lots of people know about it and it's all about using visualizations positive affirmations and manifesting to become like financially free you know and this is purely not coming from a spiritual place but they do offer it for like i think they may maybe offer some biblical quotes if you want it but that's not the point of it you know the point of it is to use it in a practical sense so this is for anybody and everybody i love that i love that that's how you summed it up because that's just very accurate that's basically the whole reason that we're doing this yeah yep love it Awesome. Thank you so much for listening. We are going to have a episodes every Monday that mm-hmm. we'll be releasing. And our new baby podcast also has its own Instagram page, at the Fry Concept. Mm-hmm. And then you can also connect with us on our own personal pages. Uh, my Instagram is at MarissaAQ. And my Instagram is at Diana underscore Ethereal. That's A-E Ethereal. And then we're also going to have a TikTok page um, that's going to be at the Fry Concept. And we're going to post some fun stuff as well. Mm -hmm. So join us there. Thanks.